What is up, Fantasy Fam? What's Here up? Here we are, back again. Me, Kyle, and my two wonderful cousins. Uh, here to provide you with a review of week four. I cannot believe we are four weeks into the season. Um, crazy how time flies, right? Very much. I mean, what's up, guys? What's up? Yeah, it's we're already we're ready going into week five. I mean, how crazy is that? Um, but before we get there, we're going to recap uh, week four. A lot of injuries, a lot of storylines to watch, a lot of uh, unfortunate events that took place. Sure. I can I can see you shaking your head. Yeah, yeah. My, some of my teams are just in shambles already. So, and that's I mean, unfortunately, we get to the point in the season where this is just an unfortunate situation. But it it seemed like this week might have been the worst I've seen in a while. Some star players that just could not stay on the field, and some of them we lost for the season. Some of them we don't know with their day to day. Um, you have you know you have Marcus Mariota, you have Julio Jones for the day to day, Ty Montgomery, uh, and then unfortunately we lost you know Derek Carr for two to six weeks. We lost. Uh, Dalvin Cook for the season oh. with ACL. That's so, so upsetting, just for football yeah. in general. That's a big one. Yes. But yeah, for yes. a young dude yes. with an incredible future. And in having an incredible season so far, I mean, for oh. a team that's putting up a ton of yards and, you know, had a really good chance to uh, to contend for the playoffs, I mean, with Sam Bradford down and Dalvin Cook now gone, it's going to be a tough road for them. But let's just jump into some games. Let's start with the Thursday night game. Uh, Bears-Packers. Very exciting for Packers fans. I mean, Jordy, Jordy looking like Jordy. I mean, two touchdowns, uh, 75 yards. But this whole, the whole thing that's going to take away from this is the fact that Glennon sucks. And now enters I think Mitchell, we all knew that. Mitchell Trubisky. What do we think? Even yeah, Mike say, Let's not sugarcoat it, Kyle. Even Mike Glennon knew Mike Glennon's Mike Glennon. <laughs> Mike Glennon yeah, no, stinks. He is, he is uh, not good. It, rem- it reminds me of the scene in Remember the Titans when What's-His-Face walks up to the dude from... Uh, Oh, he walks up. He's in he's in Scrubs, and he was in uh, Clueless, and he's like, "Hey, man, you uh, want to take take my spot out there? Because I'm uh, I'm I'm doing terrible." Oh, Ryan Gosling walks up to him and says, "Hey, take my spot." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude from Clueless, Alan, yes, Scrubs. Allen playing strong safety, getting smoked every play out there. It's like that. Mike Lennon at this point, he's walking up to Trubisky like, "Hey, can you go in for me, please?" Just please, please take my spot. Like, I will take my money for the rest of the year. <laughs> please take my spot. And he got. I'm paid. embarrassing. He got paid too. Yeah, he did. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So this game in, in general was a little bit shaky because it started off uh, first few series of the game and Ty Montgomery goes down, does not come back. We find out he breaks two ribs. Uh, he's day to day. Day to day. So for now, we kind of just wait. Oh, well, flak jacket. Uh, I'd be manly if he played. But I mean, Aaron Jones got some experience at a minimum, right? Because it's a long season. So I think that's uh, that's a good sign. Aaron Rodgers, what, like less than 200 yards, four TDs. That helps. Devonta, I didn't even see the hit. I read about it. I'm not sure that I even want to see it. I don't know if you guys did, but I heard it was devastating. Yeah, I, I saw it. Uh, Danny Trevathan was completely out of line. It Ooh. was a hit to the head. And uh, I am a little pissed that they um, withdrew the two-game penalty and switched out for a one. Um, but nonetheless, you got to. This is this is the new NFL we live in, and this you know with all the medical research that is done, they know that hits to the head can do serious, uh, you know, irreparable damage. Uh, going forward, yeah. so you can't we can't allow that to happen. So other than that, though, I think the, I think the game was kind of bland. I mean, it was just Aaron Rodgers doing what he does with that I delay. Mean, yeah, oh, I, that's right. There's a delay. Um, that weather yeah, delay. Jordan mm-hmm. Howard salvages his day with a touchdown. Other than that, he looked pretty bad. He looked he looked okay, not yeah. great. Um, so other than that, I mean that that game to me was this is why I hate Thursday night games, and it proves it once again. Jordy Randall, thank you. 
give the ball to Tariq Cohen. You have no playmakers on offense. He's shown some signs of life, and you don't give it to him. That's all I got to say about that. I completely agree. He's getting outshined. Like, they just forgot about the first week, pretty much. Yeah, basically. It's, I mean, it's, that's, that's like what they're doing. Yeah, I get it. But like, four four catches, twenty four yards, and only six carries. Yeah, they they don't they don't really um, excel on offense. That's for damn sure. Mm. Well, in so, step Trubisky. Yeah, let's see what he's capable. And now of. the starter. So let's let's move on to another great great game. This might have been the worst game I've ever seen in my entire life. I didn't well, the watch first it, half, and the I'm first happy. half was at least. I watched it. It was atrocious. <laughs> it was it was horrific football. No, it was bad. no, 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 no. Um, do we? Do you guys believe that AP is done? Uh, I don't think he's done. I just don't. I do. Know why he's on the Saints when they're only going to give him four carries? You can't get going with four carries. Come also, on. the fact that That's if if Kamara is going to keep lighting up the scoreboard. <sighs> You're going to see even less and less of him. Ingram, Ingram 14 yeah. carries, significantly higher than Kamara and AP. Yep, but it doesn't matter because Kamara is is in every facet of the game. 10, 10 catches. catches. 10 I love catches. it. He's a beast. I love That's, it. It's unbelievable. I mean, he's he's filling that Darren Sproles-esque role in New Orleans that Drew Brees absolutely loves. Must he's fun I, to watch, too. He's, like, he's a must-start. You think he's a must-start? He's start? a must-start. Yep. Yes. Running back, too? I completely He's at this point he's a running back too for sure. Yeah, wow. with upside in PPR leagues for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't even say a flex. He's he's my he would be a running back too on my team if I had the capability of starting him. Um, Jay Ajayi on the other side of the ball um, for the Dolphins looks ju- just j- does not look that good. He does not look that good at all. The Dolphins and, as a whole smoking Jay Cutler behind the helm. I mean, how pissed is Matt Moore? Like, no touchdowns yeah. for Ajayi. He's averaging three point six yards per carry. It's just not 20 yards long. And we brought it up earlier this in one of the podcasts, I think, that last year, if you look at his numbers, he only had, what, three games of over 100 yards? And all three of those games were 200-plus yeah. yards. Exactly. And other than that, he really didn't excel very much. So I, I, I'm not sure where that love always was, but he's showing that he's really not worthy of that type of um, position. Do you, do, you I, I don't, to, do you try to sell him? Right now, I mean, what do you think you can get for? No, because you're selling low on. You're now selling low on him. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, that's a no. Um, but other than that, this game was just awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's really not much to talk about in this game. The Saints' defense made like that. How crazy is that? That the worst defense in the league that split up four, five hundred yards in almost every week of the season so far, shut out the Dolphins. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is it? Is it that Saints are that? getting that much better on defense and or is it a combination or just the fact that the Dolphins are like putrid right now on offense. They can't move the ball whatsoever. Smoke and Jay looks less like happy to be there than I think than I've ever seen. No emotion. He looks terrible. Did you see that play that they showed uh, when he, uh, he lined up as a receiver when he kept his hands on his hips and just stood there the entire play? Yep. I mean, now that is dedication. What a jerk. Well, I he's dedicated. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's good at being okay. who he is. <laughs> He never I don't know why they expected. Never I don't know smiles. why they expected anything less. I mean, he's a guy who was injured for a good portion of last year, and he's just getting acclimated to an offense that struggled at times last year too. So I just—he's—he's he's too apathetic uh, for me too. I think that the wide receivers at this point are probably the only startable players. I think Devonte and and Jarvis Landry are the only guys I would start, even those you know as a wide receiver too or as a flex option. Flex, yeah. Agreed. 
All right, let's move on to the to my God Almighty to I'm, my to my Jets. Congrats. I don't want to. I don't want to speak about this game. Congrats, I, man. I, I just I can't get over it because as as somebody who wanted them to lose, they are two and two with the Jets. Um, they played the Jaguars damn well until they almost lost. Um, what did you guys think of this game? I mean, what did what did you think of? I'm so disappointed. I actually, I actually saw a, uh, a a bunch of this one and saw the. I think there was three touchdowns over 70 yards, which was insane. And what Bilal Powell looking like Superman, like just like borderline tripping but jumping over the line, nobody touching him. That's like the first rule in football, right? If the ball's in the ground, if you see a guy on the ground, uh, jump on it or see if you can like touch him to make sure he's down. Jaguar guys just like picking daisies, gets up and runs for 70 yards for a touchdown. That was absolutely insane. Was Elijah Maguire showed some signs of life. Yeah, and they re- they regressed so much from last week. That's insane. They got run over. What they have over 250 yards rushing with a rookie that's never really played before, and then Bilal Powell, who's Elijah, he hasn't done anything all year. So I I mean I was impressed with with the Jets' game plan and that it worked and they got a win. So I mean two and two, congrats. Blake Bortles did not play well at uh, all. It was, it was so tough to watch him make some throws. <laughs> they were in the middle of nowhere. Faster. He was throwing a he was throwing the football into the middle of nowhere. 15 of 35 for 140 yards and then a touchdown and a pick. That's a 43% completion percentage. That's that's really bad. Josh, Josh McCown actually had a lower quarterback rating. Or a QBR, I should say. But a higher right. rating. Yeah, it's, it's surprising to me that the Jets... Look, uh, they look okay, and they have the thing that's crazy about this, and from a from a non fantasy perspective, they have Cleveland this week. I know, the Jets be, can move. The Jets can move to three and two. They could yeah, be they above five hundred. Uh, Do you think anybody put this bet? Like the Jets will be five hundred at any point in the season. What do you think the odds are to that? Most people, <laughs> most people probably pick them for two wins, maybe three at most. Oh my god! So, um, but at th- I think at this point there are a few Jets that are startable besides Powell now showing. Of course, he, you know. What he's actually is capable of. Nasty. I think Elijah McGuire is somebody to watch as a waiver wire pickup. And my starters, people who I would start as a flex option or as a tight end, would be Robbie Anderson and Austin Sparian Jenkins. Do you agree? Sparian Jenkins, for sure. He's, he's been getting targets since he came back for the last two games. He's bit. catching the ball, so. He hasn't done much. Well, I guess this could be a good week to uh, to start him, but I like Robbie Anderson more. Hey, SJ, there's no, if there's no other tight end out there, I'll pick him up. I think that ASJ has really matured um, after the whole debacle that's gone on for him the past two seasons, and he's cut down a little bit of weight, and he looked good out there. So, I mean, the only bright spot for the Jaguars is Fournette. Yeah, Fournette had a really good game, 145 total yards and a touchdown. Only bright spot for them. If you started him this week, you benefited. If you started anybody else in the Jaguars, you did not. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, Bills-Falcons. Another one of the Mm. games that surprised most people. Agreed. The Bills are 3-1. I don't know what to say much more this game other than the fact that uh, without Julio Jones, Matt Ryan looks lost. He, do, he did. Matt Ryan did not look very good without fact Julio. Fact of the century. No, he, he didn't. Tevin Coleman looked nasty. Yes, he did. He on, looked electrifying. On our bench, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then this week you can't even play him because they have a bye. Yes. Right. Um, but I'm, I think what I'm – before the season two, all the moves that McDermott made, right, getting his first head coaching gig in the NFL, I think I was I was just very shocked, very skeptical about, um, like, not keeping Gillisley for, like, two cents on the dollar they could have kept him for. Some of the moves, they got rid of, like, Ragland. I don't know. I was just very 
like just perplexed and I don't know maybe he he knows the players he needs to fill in the system that he wants to run in there I mean I'm I've been pretty impressed with him so far and I think they might they might actually get a win this week against Cincinnati so the one thing I'll add to what you said is the Sammy Watkins trade. I think everyone was up in arms about. Oh, that's true, yeah. And then EJ Gaines has, has been one of the most consistent corners in football this year. When you know when he's healthy, he's been really good. So, I think that he maybe he does know what he's doing. He is a defensive-minded coach, right? I mean, he yeah, he, very much yeah. yeah. So I think that the Bills look pretty good. Um, they're not going to wow you in any way. Tyrod's going to be Tyrod, but Charles Clay was the big bright spot this week. <sighs> mm, I was just about to bring him up. 112 yards, seven uh, targets. A, I know it's 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 he's one of those players that you know him and Tyrod do have a really good rapport together, but it, it's he's a hit or miss candidate. He could he could go oh, missing. Yeah. Um, and then the last player I just want to talk about is Sanu going down. If Sanu, when Sanu goes down now, who steps up? Is it Taylor Gabriel? Is it Justin Hardy? Does Austin Hooper see more? Tevin Coleman, maybe. Okay. Maybe they'll give him the Tevin ball more Coleman, than more I think than 10, 12 times a game. I would. I would throw him in the slot or have him just give him the ball. The I don't care how. Give him the ball. Just give it to Devonta. He is nasty. Devonta needs it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They I both think need I think it. Tevin's a play. Tevin's more of a, a big time playmaker that is capable of extending long plays, and so I could see Tevin as that as that fill in slot receiver or a um, out of the backfield. No matter what he's doing, he's give him the ball and he'll excel. I like it. Beat him. Uh, Okay, so let's move on to to my pick for the grossest uh, game of the week, and that was the Bengals-Browns. Yikes. I didn't, I didn't get to see too much of this one. You didn't miss much. So, um, so uh, Browns, Browns are bad right now. Yeah, Deshaun Kaiser, Deshaun Kaiser um, it, it's, he's a rookie. I'm not sure I can use that excuse for much for very long because he, he does not look good. Do you know what his QBR was? I don't want to know. 23? 13.7. 5.8. <laughs> Wow, I thought we were both pretty low and off, and that's even worse. <laughs> Kevin Hogan, why not let him start a couple games? Uh, the guy can yeah, run. Let's move to a, a team that actually performed well in this game in the Cincinnati Bengals. Dalton looked good again. Um, finally, he looks like the same Andy Dalton that he was last year, or the last few years at least. Does he, though? Um, I, I thought he looks pretty good, honestly. Against the Browns? I know, but still, hey, everybody needs that D squad team. Everybody needs that D squad game True. where they can get their you know their confidence up. Tyler Croft filling in nicely yeah. for Tyler Wright. Great pickup this man. week. Stepping up. Sixty-eight and two. Um, AJ had another good game, not great, but good game. I mean, if you started him, you got the points exactly. back that you were hoping. Um, but all in all, yeah, all in all, if you started, you know, any of those receiving players from the Bengals, you benefited, and if you started anybody from the Browns, like Isaiah Crowell, you did not. Everybody was hyping up Joe Mixon this week as like his coming out party, and he had 17 carries for 29 yards, um, four catches for 19. I, I don't know if Cleveland was solely focusing on stopping Joe Mixon because he, out of the skill players, was, was terrible. He didn't look that good. So I'm, uh, I'm not concerned yet, but I was hoping for a little bit more. I, I, I think it's actually a, a good sign. 17 carries, that's significantly more than Jeremy Hill and Gio. Them combined didn't even get 10 carries. So maybe they want to keep giving him the ball. But Geo, come on. Would you start Geo as a flex? No. I don't trust it. I'm good. Do you start Joe Mixon? No. Yeah, I might bench them all. No. Until, the, until they do something. Duke. I'd start Croft. I'd start Croft. I'd start uh, AJ Green. Rams, Cowboys. Uh, Heartbreaker. Surprising 
I feel like there was a lot of games this week that were big surprises. What a game. What a game. Maybe we just yeah. don't know as much as we thought about football. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, or maybe Rams yeah. are a good team. Yeah. Or maybe the Rams are just a damn good I team. I think the they Rams are, are a damn good team. Sean um, McVay. Sean McVay yeah, is, is killing it. He's awesome. Well, but I'm happy for him. Well, he's um, 31 years old, right? Let's let's I, I, as much as I want to just say Sean McVay is is a very good coach so far. The talent. Todd Todd Gurley looks like Todd Gurley. Yes, he does. Okay. 215 total yardage. Um, uh, another touchdown. Seven catches. Seven, seven yeah, receptions. That's the big thing. That's the big seven thing. Seven They're lining him up all over the field. He's going to have creative. Give him ball in space. He already has. He already has 20. Yeah, he's he's on pace for about 60, 65 receptions, which is insane. I love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Goff looks like a starting caliber quarterback in number the NFL. Jared Goff, he may he has the Eli face. Oh, you can't tell if he's like excited about what he just did or he doesn't know what just happened. Or if he smelled something yeah. disgusting. Or yeah. I don't like, was that an interception or did did I just throw this, like an ADR TD? Like it's. Yeah, the Rams. The Rams looking good. Jared Goff, um, Todd Gurley look very good. Um, Cooper Cup looking like his number one target. And the Rams and K got the win, 35-30, uh, right? That they did. So, uh, Cowboys, how, how are you feeling about your Cowboys? Rams are a good take team. A, Dak, Dak played take, pretty well. Yeah, I mean. Dak still played well. Zeke, 21 carries, 85 yards, 4 yards per carry, 1 touchdown. 4 catches, too, for 54. So, they were getting him involved, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm more concerned about that. Jason Witten had 1 catch for 9 yards. That's quite shocking, and I don't think he got it until the fourth quarter. What the hell? That's my concern. Witten is such a great cushion for anyone. One of the best tight ends of all time, and you're not throwing to him. I don't get it. The one thing that I that I noticed, and it's um, it's not my team, so I'm just going to jump in here very quickly, is that Greg Zerline kicked seven field goals. I had him on one of my teams, and he got me like 37 points, which is absurd, and way more than anyone else for the victory. I'm pretty psyched about it. Kicker. Kicker. Greg Zerline. And Legatron. Legatron. Wow. Quote it. Put it on koozies. Boom. Is that the Rams and Wade Phillips, Sean McVay's um, grandfather, made adjustments at halftime to where the Cowboys only had six points in the second half after scoring 24 in the first. And I think... That is a very good reflection of the coaching staff and their, and how they're getting the ball uh, to Gurley in space and being creative. So we'll see if the Cowboys and Jason Garrett and his you know offensive smarts can turn it around and react to how the defense is changing to you know, better suit their needs. Wade Phillips nice. is a defensive genius. Yeah, he is. He's not so a good head coach, but he's a great he's defensive coordinator. He is. He's really smart. All right, next next game doesn't really have a lot of bright spots for the uh, fantasy perspective, except for the fact that the Vikings lost Dalvin Cook for the season, oh. which is something I would prefer to not discuss. Yeah, um, let's move on. Because I'm still upset. Um, Thielen and Diggs are both capable of being started every week. I I think so. It doesn't matter who, if it's Sam Bradford or if it's Case Keenum, I believe that they're both um, starting caliber wide receivers. Do you agree? I mean, they're both... One and three in the league, I believe, in receiving yards. <laughs> yeah, they both seven and eight targets. Yeah, so I mean five catches Stephon for Diggs, both. Stephon Diggs leads the league in receiving yards. Adam Thielen is third in receiving yards. So clearly, something's working. Agreed. Keenan is more than a, more than serviceable. The bright spot out of uh, I think the Lions this week was Amir Abdullah finally having a good week. You agree? I yes. mean, awesome. Finally breaking out. 
20 carries. And then he got hurt in the fourth quarter and never came back, though. <laughs> I think he'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. I think he'll be, okay. be fine. One and done. One and done, buddy. <laughs> I'm so yeah. nervous about him. I talked about him last week. What about the re- how about the receivers? Stafford only threw for 209 yards. Yeah, all, all three of the receiving players that I would have um, started in this game, um, all of them disappointed. Nice. Marvin Jones led the, led the way with receiving yards. Golden Tate. Oh. It was a very low-scoring game, though, so we can't yeah. really much Defensive. into that. Lions right. defense. Battle. The Lions defense are out there. Both defenses, both defenses have performed pretty well this year. Um, so if you're in the need, if if you're needing a defense to pick up over the next few weeks, both of them would be um, some quality talent. Other than that, there's really not that much to talk about in this game. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, pretty bland game. Yeah. 14-7. Me. Uh, the next, the next game, once again, another surprising game uh, to go along with the Rams Cowboys was the Panthers Patriots at, at Foxborough. Um, Cam finally looking like Cam. Um, he looked he looked good. Three three touchdowns through the air, one rushing. James White looked like a pretty solid running back choice now going forward with Rex Burkhead out. Um, but other than that, I mean, what do you guys think about this game? Tom Brady threw the ball 45 times, and they only rushed it 19. I think if they want to, la- if he wants to last, I don't. 45 times that's a lot, but it is Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't think the offensive line was really blocking well, and Gillisley's had like le- what less than four yards of carry the last last few games. He's looking like he's running like in quicksand. Um, dinking and dunking a little bit. I think the Panthers' defense stepped it up and had a good game plan. And Cam had a great game, yeah. I'm not sure if he's completely turned it around yet or if that's another sign of how horrific the Patriots' defense is. Like, oh, man. like really bad. Uh, what's his face? Steven Gilmore, I think he ranks, like, bottom five worst corners in the league, and they just gave him 65 million bucks. While you pissed off Malcolm Butler to the point that he's, like, not even trying hard now on the field. So, I don't know. Well, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by the, by the situation for sure, but Chris Hogan's emerging as the uh, top target, it seems, right? Looks like. No, another TD, nine targets, five catches, 60 yards. I mean, that's good. And uh, our boy brother, Devin Funches from Michigan. Having a field day on that secondary. Seven catches, not, nine targets, seven catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns. Love it. I like it as well. Bunches of funches. Bunches <laughs> of funches. Yeah, I will only say two things about this game, and then I'm done. Um, Devin Funches, quality pickup, waiver wire this week, if you're in need of a wide receiver three or a flex player. And one thing I want to point out about Cam Newton, um, I read the uh, the tweets today that Cam Newton called out a female reporter by saying that she should not be asking or that females do not understand route running. Okay. And it was, it was asked by a female reporter who damn sure knows her routes. Okay. Come on, man. I don't care that she's never played a down in the NFL. I don't care about any of that. She knows her stuff. And to insult a woman like that, basically saying that women don't know anything about football, he looks like the same immature Cam that was out there years ago. Yeah. And if he doesn't get his stuff together, he's he's not he's gonna have a PR nightmare, which he already does have. But wow. he's had it his I whole career. Ex- I'll get off the soapbox and move on. Steelers Ravens. Everyone's favorite matchup every season. Well, not everybody, not, but most people's favorite matchup. Not this season. Not this <laughs> first game. Lev Bell, welcome back. 35 freaking carries. What the hell? <laughs> As a result, though, Antonio, what are you guys thinking about that whole scene? I mean, more soap opera. It's crazy. I mean, I'm, I am digging his, uh, his like, slight, like, kid and play back in the day. Like, mustache, haircut, rocking. But, I mean, come on. These tantrums, they got to stop. 
I mean, some of the stuff is just getting a little out of hand, though. It's affecting the team. He was wide open on a play that he didn't see him, and then he comes in the sideline and starts crying, knocks over a water cooler. Let's, let's go. This isn't baseball. You're not Lou Pinella in the 90s. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I'll, just getting back to Lev Bell, 35 rushes was the big thing for me. 35 rushes is a lot of rushes lot. in a game. And four um, catches, too. Yeah. I, he looked he looked great out there. Um, and then Alex Collins. Alex Collins looked pretty damn good. Averaged nine yards a carry for the Ravens. Um, the Ravens did not look good. But uh, at the same time, he, he does look like a good waiver wire fantasy pickup. Uh, even though they have Buck Allen and uh, Terrence, West, both, Terrence West both healthy at the moment, Alex Collins looks like this, the only one on that team that I would start um, from the running back position. Agree? Cheers. Disagree? Cheers, yeah. mate. Um, Titans Texans. Yeah. Lot to talk about in this game. This this is Ooh. an exciting game. This one I enjoyed very much. So uh, tell me your thoughts. I can't. I, mean, I can't believe the Texans put up that many points. The the D's right. The DeAndre Deshaun connection. Deshaun to DeAndre. I was psyched being a uh, an owner of DeAndre Hopkins, seeing him get peppered. There Julius Julius peppered. 12 targets, 10 catches for 107 yards and a TD. Are you kidding me? Five total TDs to Sean Watson. I think his schedule gets a little tougher, but I think he's a clear waiver pickup um, moving forward. you got to ride that train, right, while it's hot, while it's leaving the station, if you will. Um, it's uh, I can't believe the Mariota thing again, too, and it was like very eerie how him and De- uh, Derek Carr got hurt again on the same week as they did last year. We'll get to Derek Carr a little bit later. Um, but as as you mentioned, Kyle Mariota day to day his hamstring. Maybe he can stand back there and throw, kind of like Russell did last year. But it's going to affect his overall game if he's not able to run out of the pot. He had two two rushing TDs. That he did. Um, so those are my those are my thoughts. I'll let you talk about Lamar Miller because. Yeah, I hate <laughs> Lamar Miller. <laughs> how, <laughs> how you doing, Lamar? Why did oh, he? Do, oh. Why does he do this all the time? Most of you out there probably sat Lamar Miller. I, if you didn't, great. I totally did. Four catches, 56 yards, a touchdown. He got the ball 19 times. But Deonta Foreman also got the ball 13. So just imagine Lamar could have had a better game if Deonta didn't get that many carries. I think it more means the fact, to me, I, I view it very differently. I view it as Lamar made the best of his carries, but that Foreman still got them. Foreman still got his 13 carries. And that's big. Which means going forward, if Lamar, say, doesn't average the amount of yardage he was getting per carry, Foreman's going to be the one to excel. And as much as I love Lamar Miller, you know, having a good game and being able to start him, Foreman is the one that's really showing that he is pretty damn good. And that they, try, like, they like him. And then that they like him. We move We move to the game that it, it's just, just tough to watch. Um, 49ers Cardinals. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the expression. That's the... Uh, the reaction I was hoping to get, um, because until the last play of the game, it sucked. Phil, it was it was, well, it was Phil Dawson versus Robbie Gould. <laughs> Good game, boys. The two hey. youngest kickers in the league, right? Yeah, exactly. And they showed up to play. Phil, they showed up to play. Phil Dawson could ready, probably man. be someone's. He could probably be most of the players' like grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty-one total rushing yards for the Cardinals is abysmal. They show that their offense is stagnant and non-existent without David Johnson. Stagnant. Um, Fitzgerald salvages his day for the most part with a touchdown to end the game. But other than that, I mean, there was no offensive output 
to talk about really in this game. Well, my big takeaway is Andre Ellington. Oh, okay. um, I believe he had nine or ten targets two weeks ago. This week he had 14 targets. But I think he is clearly on the flex RB3, potential RB2 Raider. I don't know. If he's going to get 14 targets a game, then I don't know how you can how you can sit him regardless of getting five carries for 18 yards yeah. in a PPR, of course. They obviously want to use him in the passing game. And the problem is, is that those those targets seem to be going all over the place. Like some weeks, Jerron Brown is that top target. Sometimes it's Fitzgerald. Sometimes it's Andre Ellington. And I think all of them at this point deserve a little bit of respect. But you have to be cautious because Palmer hasn't been himself. You don't know how to and, start. And you don't know who to start at any time. I particularly like Jerron Brown the most. I think Jerron Brown has gotten targeted the most over the past three weeks, and I think he has the bigger playability, especially if John Brown isn't healthy. 12 so I like targets Jer- this week. Yeah, I like Jerron. Seeing that that game had no offensive output, let's move on to the Eagles-Chargers, a game that did have more offensive output, which a was a little bit more a little bit more exciting to watch. Um, for you Melvin Gordon owners, I am sorry. You probably lost this week. Ooh. Yeah, it stunk. Yeah. yeah. Awful for Melvin. Hey, I said it. I said it at the beginning of the season. I'll say it again. I didn't trust certain players to draft this year based on the fact that they did not get enough yards per carry. They're giving him ten he had, carries. He had three I know. Good weeks though before that. He had three solid. He had weeks a before yes. That. He he yeah. did. He, I'll say two solid weeks, not three. But he did. He had good weeks before then. But he does have the capability to just not be there. I mean, he's getting when he gets two point eight, two point nine yards per carry. He's just not good enough. No matter how many carries he gets. Um, but their pass game really stepped up. Agreed. Keenan Allen and Tyrell. They both combined. Uh, Keenan and Tyrell combined for 253 yards and a touchdown. It's pretty nice. I mean, clearly Phil the Thrill loves throwing at them. So. Phil the Thrill down the rivers. Or bow tie or uh, bowler tie. Right? Doesn't he wear the bowler? Uh, the bowler knot or bowler uh-huh. tie? Right. Phil <laughs> 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 Phil the, th- the Thrill. As long as he's throwing at my boy Keenan Allen and he's healthy. <laughs> I'm I'm happy about it. Hunter Henry coming uh, back from the dead for a touchdown, three targets. I don't know. I'm still I'm still avoiding him. He's on my bench. Yeah, I think he's like he's droppable. I think he's droppable. droppable. Yeah. yeah, it's upsetting. Too much potential to make make when you're you know top tight ends block. You think Tyrell is a wide receiver three two? Yes, he's a three three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rivers likes throwing to him. Um, he has the potential to put up a touchdown every other game, give or take. Um, so I'm I'm okay with starting him as a as a three or as that in that flex spot. Um, and to the Eagles, Legarrette um, Blount. What? Yeah, yeah. What? I know, right? Where, where did that come from? He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> 8. 8.5 yards per yeah. carry in this game. That's just my biased hatred toward the Eagles. <laughs> Mind you, Wendell Smallwood and Corey Clement both got 10 carries too, and. It, Legarrette only got 16. Talk about working with what you get. He had a he had a great game, averaging eight and a half per carry. Um, he looked good. I mean, I, do I trust him? No. Mm-hmm. Um, the only player on this Eagles offense that I trust to start every week is Zach Ertz. Correct. The only one. The Carson only one. Wentz though, would you start him? Carson Wentz is more of a matchup based player um, for me at this point, especially because most people drafted him as their quarterback too, right? So. True. He's your bench quarterback for the most part. Uh, he's more of a situational quarterback start. He's more of a, hey, he's playing the Browns, or hey, he's playing, you know, I'm trying to think of other defenses that might suck in the secondary. Um, <laughs> New England. Uh, so, yeah, if he's playing one of those, then sure. Um, but after that, it's more of a case-by-case basis. So this one's this one's all you. I'm looking right your way. Yeah, Giants, no, uh... Giants, Buccaneers. Oh, boy. 
What the left. hell oh, is going boy. on? Let me uh, let me wipe my tears for a second. Funny that we that we segue from the 0-4 Chargers to now the 0-4 Giants, and they play each other this week. So somebody's getting a victory. Or uh, a I really tie. hope it's my team. Could be a tie. That'd be atrocious. I think <laughs> Odell. He makes some of the most ridiculous catches. I love him. I have his jersey. It's red. It's pristine. But he still drops some of the easy ones when it matters, too, like on third down, and I'm a little upset by that. Uh, 15 targets, though, obviously. Eli is looking much better these last couple games. Almost 300 yards, two TDs. Uh, Brennan Marshall's, I don't know, bordering bust in my eyes. He's uh, he's doing a little bit more, but I think Engram, somebody to keep an eye on. He's had, I think, between four and seven targets, 50, 60 yards every week. I think the Giants' defense is really the most disappointing thing here. I think that they may have been on some people's radars as as a top fantasy defense to target this year. They were, I think, number five last year or top ten, depending on scoring format. And they've just like given it up at the end of the games. It's like we're finding ways to lose, uh, and it's just very upsetting. Like ridiculous passes at the end of the game that put the other team in field goal range with no time left. Nick Folk missed what two field goals and an extra point. So what do we do? We help them out by giving him like a fifty-yard bomb before there's no time left, so he can kick like a chip shot, and he still almost missed it. <laughs> so it's uh, it's uh, it's a little frustrating. I think it's going to be amazing though, and I'm looking at our twelve and four record at the end of the year and remembering this this struggle. So it's wow. you know uphill battle, uphill climb from here, guys. Let's go. We can do this. Wayne, yeah. Wayne Jenkins Goldman. Who is that? Can only do so much. I know. Wayne Goldman is the running back from Clemson that they drafted. Wayne Goldman. Yeah, he ran hard. He ran decisive, which I can't say about Paul Perkins. Is he the lead guy? Yeah. Someone to Paul look Perkins at, is, Paul Perkins has lost his spot, so. Yeah, agreed. No, you got to go with the hot hand, and he's... It's Shane Vereen, I think, is, is still the number one choice for the Giants' backfields. He didn't get much um, at all this week. I know, PPR. but still, PPR-based. One catch. I think he's... PPR. Yeah. We keep an eye on Gallman, though. I think. Um, yeah, we keep an eye on Gallman. Yeah, he looks he looks good running the ball for sure. But there's still, like you said, Vereen. There's Darqua. I think he's sat this week, but he may be back. Vereen, Paul Perkins. I don't know what happened to you. Didn't look great last year. He looked good, but now he looks terrible. Um, and from the Buccaneers' standpoint, they looked they looked good. Um, they didn't look great. Uh, Jameis Jameis looked. He looked very good. Hard. He looked very good. Yeah, Jameis looked Jameis looked very good. Um. Adam Humphreys, the guy I'm going to keep my eye on. Seven targets in this game, 60 yards. I mean, 70 yards. Six catches. He looks good. Yeah. yeah, six catches for 70 yards. He looks like some guy, somebody I would be looking at on the waiver wire. Um, pacing back and forth. Yeah, pacing back and forth because it can't all go to Deshaun Jackson and to Mike Evans, and Jameis loves throwing the ball. Granted, they get Doug Martin back this week, which is... Oh, yeah, Dougie Fresh. What's going to happen there? The muscle hamster. Chakwiz did pretty, pretty good. Yeah, Jaquiz looked pretty good in his final game as the starter. No matter what anybody says, he's not the starter going into next week. Oh, Doug Martin. Not. Cameron Bray, thank you for continuing last year. I, I agree, and uh, I like I like his um, rapport with, with Jameis, and he has that touchdown ability. So Mike Evans can't get all the red zone targets. Raiders, Broncos. What is going on in Oakland? Can anybody anybody fill me in here? Well, they're done. Oakland, now. are we are, are we are they on the, are they are they down are they done? Yeah, are they are they on their way out? Now they are. Yes. Oh they're in car. The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. The Raiders look like a disaster right now. Especially without Derek Carr because he started the game strong, didn't he? He had like over 100 yards of TD and then he broke 
his back or part of his back? I don't know how you're going to be back in two weeks with any part of your back broken, let's be honest. Two to six, which makes no sense. Two to six is a big, it's a month. That's a really, either you <laughs> partially heal or somewhat heal. They need Derek Carr. They need Marshawn Lynch to play like Marshawn Lynch from years ago. Otherwise, they are definitely done. Not with nine carries. And 12 yards. And what's going on with Omari Cooper? A lot of people drafted him in the second round, maybe even sooner. You're blessed with two of these, and if anybody can see what I'm talking about, their hands. It looks like he's got two Winnie the Pooh clubs trying to smash the pigskin together. <laughs> like uh, it's, it's honey. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. That, that dude never made a mess. Go back and watch a video. Clubs in the pot, eating that honey, never made a mess. Mari Cooper, he's making a mess all over the field of Mari Cooper with the football. Hold on to it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Broncos Broncos on a bye this upcoming week, so they get some rest. But Broncos have looked pretty good. Um, CJ looks CJ looks very, very good. Yep. 112 total yards, four receptions again. Uh, they 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 look pretty good. You know, Simeon, Simeon has his weeks where he looks better than the other weeks. Um, but for the most part, defense is playing well. Um, secondary still looks as good as ever. And let's move on to the Sunday night game, uh, which one I thought when it, you know, after the first quarter, it was going to be a, you know, a, a shootout. But it kind of, you know, did not <laughs> become one. Did, um, didn't end well for the Colts. Colts, Colts Seahawks. Uh, big storylines come out of this one. Russ looks like Russ again, um, for the most part. I mean, he had some. He had his two interceptions, I two believe. Picks. But efficient. Yeah, but he looks. He looks efficient. Yeah, exactly. He looks good. Chris yeah. Carson. Oh, oh, that's another one. Devastating. That stinks, man. You hate to yeah. see that because he came. He came out of nowhere, right? They signed Eddie Lacy. They had Rawls coming back. They had Procise. There, this guy comes out of nowhere to claim the starting running back job, and now he's out for the year with a broken leg. It's just tough to see. It's unfortunate. Speedy recovery, pal. Was it a leg or ankle? So in his in his absence, <laughs> is anybody is anybody picking McKissick to uh, to step up? I mean, is this another one of those Seattle specialties that nobody knows who the hell this guy is? And four carries, thirty eight yards, and a touchdown. Two and TDs. And then a and then a receiving touchdown, oh, like a twenty-seven yeah, yeah. yard, I'm just, I'm you know, just twenty-seven yard catching. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, hey, he, he looked quick. He did, and they need playmakers. And if he's going to make plays, they're going to use them. Yeah. Just, Eddie Lacy doesn't make plays, so they they will not play him. No. He uh, looked okay, which was kind of weird too, right? Eleven carries for fifty-two yards, and then you hear all this like Pete Carroll speak, right? Like everything, like the sun is always shining, which you know the glasses have have full for me all the time as well, but. Um, like nobody's ever hurt, nobody ever stinks in his eyes. Everyone's amazing. They're happy. They're joyous. And then he said that Thomas Rawls was going to start cryptically. So I'm not sure what to believe coming out of there. Yeah, it's just a guy to keep your eye on um, as a waiver wire pickup. Maybe not this week, but going forward, if he performs well again, right? Could be a situation to avoid. Maybe. Yeah, or or that, or it's just a situation to completely avoid. And our final game of the week, the Monday night game, Washington and the Chiefs. Um, pretty good, pretty good game. I mean, the offense yeah. both showed up for the most part. I mean, Washington still kind of looks a little lost out there. Not lost, but they don't look as yeah. dynamic as they were last year, especially when you can't run the ball. Um, so what are we thinking here? I mean, do we think that Kareem Hunt can can stay this way? I mean, I, I sure hope so. I do. Twenty-one <laughs> carries, one hundred and one yards. 
He's getting the ball. They're peppering him with with uh, carries. I don't think he can pepper carries. <laughs> Salt him. <laughs> <laughs> Salt oh, him with we'll carries. He's fun to watch, man. He's because um, he he didn't get it going early on. I think they had like a good a good plan for him. But Andy Reid, man, he loves his number one RBs. Feature back just kept giving him the ball, man, feeding him the rock, and uh, he's uh, he's a fun kid to watch. So, but please let's not let's not see another young electrifying rookie running back go down. I will be devastated. Kareem Hunt, they showed a video before the game. Did you guys see that of him and Pop Warner? No, he had yeah, over seven. I did see that. He had over seven hundred yards rushing in one game. <laughs> and he, he played. Just got the ball and ran down the field right untouched like he, seven times. And he and he played Mitchell Trubisky. Actually, was a running back. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that that's young. interesting. Yeah, but Kareem that's, Hunt. That's... They should have known then. This kid's got something. Kareem the Dream. Yeah. Uh, only thing I'll talk about from this game, um, Terrell Pryor finally getting his his touchdown. Yeah, it took long enough. Granted, he only had what three receptions, seventy yards, but hey, he got it done. Um, he got you your points, and he made, he made some drops. He had some terrible drops. Yeah, he did. But for from a fantasy standpoint, I'll take it. Um, him and Kirk still trying to get on the same page. Jamison Crowder, get off my team. Oh, so disappointing. Do you drop him? Do you drop him now? I think he's oh, droppable. No, Maybe. I think he's I think he's benchable for Dep- sure. Depending on your on the size of your bench, I guess. I think until he tr- you start to trust him again, I'm not willing to uh, to make that uh, chance of of starting him and then watching him disappoint yet again. Travis Kelsey, awesome, unbelievable, making catches all over the field and then dancing, getting penalties like an idiot still. Fantastic, though. I love it. Alex Smith playing out of his mind this year. Let's keep it up, Chiefs. Unbelievable. Keep points. I love Chiefs it. are an awesome team right now. I think they're going to continue to be an awesome team. Fun to watch. The road goes through Arrowhead. It does. Oh, ooh. It does. Loudest stadium, potentially loudest stadium, right? Them and the Seahawks? That's what they yes. say. They say Arrowhead's the mm. loudest stadium. All right, well, that wraps up week four. We reviewed all the games, talked about some of the biggest players and the biggest performances, some guys who disappointed, some injuries that devastated our teams. Unfortunate, but it happens. So please be on the lookout for our next episode where we will review week five. We will, set up, we will have a preview of what's to come, some matchups to exploit, some players to keep our eyes on. This is the Fantasy Fam signing off. 